0: Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, hosted on the amazing com. This is a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon, here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Stewart. Hello. And Curtis, what are we talking about today? One of your amazing ideas, Matt. It's not my... It's, 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 an, it's, a, it's a concept that I have taken advantage of over the years.
1: It was... Matt came up with this amazing, amazing idea. And he's going he's gonna to share it for, for himself, because I want to see how he describes it. Because it's okay. an amazing idea.
0: Yeah, you know the idea is? It's Curtis is an angry old man.
1: I'm not angry. I'm laughing right now. I, I'm grinning ear to ear right now while I wait to hear your description
0: of it. Regardless. <laughs> basically, I have a habit uh-huh. of doing... A lot of very specific tasks every single day. Oh, yeah. So, this can be things like, for instance, uh-huh. um, you know, I share three articles with people every day, I introduce a pair of people every day, yes. I, um, I make a point of telling one person every day that I am grateful for them. Uh-huh. Uh, I write a blog post every day, I podcast every weekday, I go live every day. Like, I have these things that I make sure happen every day, no matter what.
1: This is an original baking concept. It's not an original people.
0: baking concept. The point being is that by having these things that I make a point of making sure I do live every day, single day, no matter what, it opens up countless doors because it, it by by saying okay, this is happening today, regardless of anything, this is happening. It kind of forces me into a place where I end up creating a ton of content that maybe other people aren't creating, or maybe I wouldn't have created on my own if it wasn't. Oh, I'm gonna do this thing, and yeah. I want
1: to point out that even on the days when he can't do it, like today, I said I didn't want to do a podcast tomorrow, so we're doing it today because we do five days a week, no matter what.
0: Exactly. Well, no matter what, unless I'm in Europe. Well, <laughs>
1: most of the time, you've, you've been. Well, if, it, it yeah, we, we've
0: gotten time. better. We've gotten better.
1: It was just like once or two. What, it was like two times that happened to you for two tours. Other than that, there was that other. Actually, no. Okay, we'll see what happens this next week.
0: Well, I think it's, 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 it's logistically, I think it's like, it's, it's easy when I'm like at my grandmother's house, it's hard when I'm at Hellfest, for instance.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Um, But, but regardless, but you work, but we work around it. And that's kind of the point I'm trying to make here, right? Is that so often, you know, because this has been something like doing content every single day, no matter what has been something I've done since I was uh, literally 15 years old. And it's been immense. It's obviously been immensely helpful to me. <coughs> yep. Um. You know, and sort of this is what I've been trying to kind of story tell to people is like, look, man, if, if I can create a, a blog post every day from the age of 14, 15 and do all these other things every day, you can do a Facebook post and then re- repurpose that for Instagram every day. You, you can email one new person every day. You know what I mean? Well, I want to tell you, you something. On one new, you, you, know, you can put three comments
1: in Facebook groups. You can, and it builds a discipline. Because here's the thing is that most people don't do have more, a lot more time than they think that they do. And they Everyone, I have more
0: time than I think. I took a two-hour nap today when I meant to take a half-hour nap, and everything is not fucked. And well, I
1: work a lot. Yeah, even me. I mean, I had to go to this. Thing with Sierra engaged to a school thing tonight for like two hours I literally just got home and uh so I mean I've probably only worked like a total of four hours today and that's it And yeah everything's not fucked um but that's because I think and I could be mistaken we both have the discipline of keeping various things in every single day I got my daily email out I got all my posts up uh we did a live already we've already done one fucking podcast say this is number two um, I think the only thing I'm behind on today slightly is email and even that's not that fucking bad. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like you know, it's from doing the things daily every single day and what ends up happening is you end up getting momentum, you end up getting out more stuff, you get more done, and it just ends up helping you. There's um if you ever get a chance, there um Russell Brunson has this thing where he talked uh, the re- part of the reason why me and Matt started doing the lives every day, just in case anybody's curious is I did a challenge or I started to do a challenge with Russell, Russell Brunson about four February, I think is what it was. Uh, and he, and he had mentioned March, sorry. Uh, and he, he had mentioned that if you do a live every single day for one year, uh, your business will boom. So me and Matt are kind of testing that out. I mean, we're not at a boom stage yet. We've only been doing it for like three months, right? But um, according to him, everybody that does a live or does something like, you know, email, emails their list every day, does, does it consistently. What happens as a result is that they end up building these really good businesses, brands, that type of thing. So that's why we keep pushing this. So Russell Brunson's pretty smart. He went, you know, he made himself from nothing to a lot of money. He's a very well-known consultant uh, for a lot of businesses. Um, so I'm taking the advice. I'm trying it. I'm going to do it for a full year. And if me and Matt are both uh, broke, broke bums next year, we might have to reevaluate. <laughs> but,
0: uh, but that being said, we've <laughs> already been making, like, I don't think we're booming from live, but we've already been making money from live content.
1: Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, I mean, we're, we're making sales from the chal- for the challenges and stuff like that. And we made sales with the tune-ups and stuff like that. And I know I've made uh, sales for PR, and I think Matt's made sales for his yeah. consulting as well. Um, so, I mean, it's not like booming, booming, but you know what? I, I think if a band went live every single day or did something every single day, the same thing would happen because the same principle applies. But, it, it all, but the key thing you also have to do when you're doing these things every day is you have to look at how you can use this to sell something, to your audience right like one of the problem main problems i see with bands when they're doing when they start doing like a lot of marketing content and stuff like that is that they kind of market but then they don't push sales right they'll push like to a facebook page or they'll push to like their instagram page but if you're doing like a video you should be pushing people towards a a point of purchase you know what i mean exactly same thing with your facebook like your twitter page like a lot of bands have on their twitter page they link to their facebook page or insta page but no you want you need to have a place where people can purchase and you're losing sales by doing that and i know a lot of bands kind of go oh duh i didn't even think about that when i pointed out to them right or you know they don't put up a pre-order until like a week before release instead of doing it the max like 90 you know what i mean you know when you
0: announce yeah yeah like literally what you should do if you want to understand this is go look at the prophecy productions page and go to stalk Choose scroll all the way down, you know, so that you see like the last like four months of posts, right? And then just choose a random release and just map how I post about a random that random release
1: You probably post quite a bit about how to how to buy it I would imagine.
0: Yeah, but also just map all the types of content I'm doing. Oh, I see You know what? I mean map everything I do and that like that's literally how I learned to do it is I literally looked on the relapse records page Yeah. And I said, okay, what kind of content are they doing? And what what can I take from that? You thief. Exactly. It's it's because I'm a thief who's stealing everything from Bob gal It's because of my deep set hatred for Bob blue Gal. Exactly. Well,
1: well, I know you like me and you're always stealing my ideas, so maybe you maybe
0: maybe that's true. I don't know. But no, it, regardless. No, no, but, but this is my point, right? Is like and obviously, I don't hate Bob Lugow at Relapse. I actually really like him. <laughs> um, but Is Your friend like Max Sepultura, Maxim Sepultura? You know, man, I don't appreciate <laughs> your sass. I'm just asking.
1: Because <sighs> we, we know it's true. So that's why I'm just asking if he's, if he's a good friend like Max. Regardless. Do one a day. And the reason why you want to do one a day. So this one a day thing can apply to anything. So specifically, you want to do it. Um, if you can on your social media uh, you want to do it like if you do a live every day that's preferable if you're going to do podcasts do podcasts every day if you're going to do Twitter do Twitter every day you just want to do the consistency because the more you do the consistency like one pro one one common complaint is bands will be like oh well no one's following me uh, you know nobody's answering nobody's responding to us and the reason why is because you're not being consistent nobody fucking responded to me on Twitter for I think like a year year and a half you know what i mean like nobody i didn't get any but any i don't even think i even got many likes on my facebook page for like a year <laughs> you know well I, I think i'm exaggerating slightly on that but it was like low numbers i think i had like 500 likes on my facebook page for something like two years and then i didn't even crack a thousand till you know three years in. i mean i don't have like a huge facebook phone i think i'm like 2300 or something like that but i'm just saying you know if I hadn't kept doing what I was doing, I would never have gotten anything continuing. Right. Like if you just kind of stop and you don't keep creating the content, you don't keep putting the posts, you don't keep showing up, nothing's going to happen. But if you consistently do stuff, it will eventually break, even though it might take you a while.
0: Yeah. And like it's, you know, advertising rule of sevens and also just people, I think it's, there's also something to be said for like People don't want to get invested in something that they think is just going to go away randomly.
1: Well, the other thing, too, is that there's a lot of idiots out there and there's a, lot, there's a lot of noise out there. And the thing is is that people that continuously are showing up and being out there are the ones that eventually get noticed and looked at because people start seeing them as like a stable person that's there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. someone that you can know. Like, you know, Vince Neilstein, Metal Sucks, is going to be there every fucking day except for the weekends. Well, even on Sundays, they're there. You know, metal injection is there every fucking day. You know, uh, whatchamacallit, the obelisk is there every single day. Like, you, you could, like, if they didn't show up one day or, like, for a day or two, you'd think there was something fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: but, like, and the thing is, this even works at a micro level. Like, I met, I, I never meet, I, I know there's, like, a core fan base for my blog, Two Guys Metal Reviews. Yeah. But I very rarely meet, like, a random fan I don't know. Yeah. And the other day I met one. And I was and I was just like, man, like I don't really do any marketing. I'm not, you know, like it's really like a personal project. Like, what pulled you to it? And he's like, you know, man, like you're just do you just you've been doing stuff every day for so long. Yeah. And you generally have pretty good taste. Like you generally curate reviews of some pretty good stuff. I, I want to point something out
1: about two guys' metal reviews. Like two guys metal reviews is basically Matt's listening habits that he puts and he puts in puts in into words. Like totally, like yeah. is that not true? Like basically, it's, it's like, my it's my promo
0: listening habits.
1: Yeah, well, basically, you'll listen to something and you'll be like, "Oh fuck, I should probably like when you're yeah. listening to it, then you just write the review at the same time instead exactly. of, like, you know, just putting listening to it and being like, "Oh, that was a good album," and then going on to something else, right? But Matt will actually do the review instead of like like a lot of people will just listen to shit and then never do anything about it he actually puts it into practice and that creates content for him. And how many reviews do you do a month? It's like, isn't it like five a week?
0: I, I, I do. I try to do when I'm home, I do every day, but it's, it usually winds up being like 300 a year. These pat, the past, like four, the past few years, it's been like 300 a year. So it's pretty much
1: every single day. Matt does one review uh, a day for every single day for the past four years. Now, a lot of those, but reviews. I've been doing
0: a review a day since I was, I've been doing. I was I used to post even more when I was in high school, and that's what really is, how I got my name out there in metal. Like Curtis remembers us actually. I
1: do. Now one yeah, that on I used to be
0: posting like two or three times a day as like a seventeen-year-old. Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Now, now one thing I want to
1: point out though is that Matt. Probably, I would probably guess that probably most of the early reviews were not very good. I would guess. Maybe Matt would probably tell me I'm wrong They're the they're
0: horrible and it's really funny to go back and read them. Okay,
1: good. So you do agree with that. So that so the thing but the and he probably got made fun of a few times for his reviews, I would imagine, correct? Of course. Good. But the thing is is that he kept doing them and then he started getting better and he ended up getting hired by sites like Toilet of Hell, Metal Injection, Ghost Cult, Doomed and Stone. And this was all because he just kept writing on a fucking blog every day and you had to practice and practice and practice and practice so the thing is is even if you kind of feel like you suck at first just keep going I mean my my I mean I know our first podcasts were horrible someone made fun of us one day it was like a month or two ago saying about how bad the first podcast was so but we keep doing them almost every single day for like almost a year now and I think the content's getting better. We're getting people that are actually like higher level people that now actually want to come on our podcast. People originate to us when they want to be on a podcast. We don't have to just go to people and say, Hey man, you want to be on our podcast now? A lot of times people come to us and be, Hey man, can I be on your podcast? Totally different thing. Right. And yeah, you know, we're making like 50 bucks a month on ads, which isn't much, but you know, still pays for advertising for us. And uh, you know, so we've actually, which is a lot better than a lot of other podcasts out there. Like for example, um, there was a uh, well-known blog uh, who was really surprised to see when we made our hundredth episode after like five months or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was like, Holy shit, we've been doing this for like three years and we're only on episode 60. Right. So it's, yeah, and again,
0: it's like, you want to just dominate the conversation. Like people don't like, I, I try to explain this to people all the time. It's like, the reason I'm able to do, like, dumb metal shit for a living is because you understand how much dumb metal shit I'm doing every day. Like, you know, like, this is really the key. Is like, yeah, I can talk about fucking, you know, this gift is a curse and get paid for it because there's going to be, like, eight goddamn pieces of this gift is a curse-related content.
1: Yeah, and he's been doing it a lot, and he, and he also did gave up on a lot of fun stuff in order to do that. Yeah, like,
0: like people, I think that's the other thing people don't understand, is, like, I highly document when I do fun things. Actually, I've wanted to talk about this more. I highly document yeah. when I do fun things, but, like, the people who, like, know me as, like, a person in the world, like, realize that I don't, like, go outside or interact or, like, like I'm, like, working, like, like, like when I said, I was talking about this with Vince Bellino the other day, cause it was like, yeah, man, like one of your issues is that your whole shtick is like, I fucking work like a, a crazy person, but that's what every quote unquote influencer says, yeah. you know, except you're actually doing it. And I thought yeah. that was really kind of a poignant way to put it that like, yeah, like, when Curtis and I say like, "Oh, I woke up at five thirty, and then I worked, and then I worked until I thought I was going to throw up, and then I fell asleep," yeah, like that was my day today. Yeah. yeah, and 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 the first four hours of my workday, generally speaking, is the stuff I do every day. Because the first four hours of my workday, I'll read it off because it's basically um it's basically packed. It's basically the same every day. It's first four hours of my workday, Instagram posts for all the labels, which is. Three labels now, uh, about to be four. Introducing two people, uh, sending three articles to people, writing a review, uploading the podcast, and filming a bacon spit every goddamn day.
1: Writing a challenge if it's your turn.
0: Writing a challenge if it's my. Actually, that's a good point. I need to add it in my to do for tomorrow. You do because you got three days, and then I got three days, bitches. Yep. But but regardless, like I just want to illustrate that point is like, like like that that is what it looks like is like. Yeah, I, I go out to dinner with someone cool, but like.
1: But even those you're trying to work most. Of yeah, the time, and, and, and even you
0: know. and like when that happens, that doesn't happen as often as I think people think. I'm just good at documenting it.
1: Well, you're also good at making it sound like you talk to more people than you do, and that's a skill. Yeah. I, I, I am actually for real that that's a skill of trying. Well, you make yourself sound bigger than you are at times, which is fine.
0: That's the whole point. A lot it's a larger
1: ways. than life thing.
0: Exactly. So, but, anyway, so but, this all ties in because like understanding your day-to-day t- strategy and all that good stuff. What does this tie into, Chris? Because I feel like there's a, t- I feel like there's a oh, lesson here.
1: Maybe there's a lesson here. Maybe it's something to do with our upcoming planning challenge where we're going to be talking about all things planning-wise. Now, this can go with a release. This can go with your tour. Uh, this can be planning out a video um, I'm not quite like, we've got the idea of how we're going to do it. We haven't quite broken down how we're going to do it in the day-to-day things, but we are going to make it general enough so that if even if it's like a video or a single, you're trying to plan out that you should be able to apply this to even something as granular as that. Um, so it's, it's going to teach you how to basically plan out any of those things and hopefully make it successful. So, um, me and Matt both have a lot of projects that we work on. We both have to plan a lot of stuff. Um, and we usually do pretty good with it. So it's going to cost you $40 to do it or $70 for the higher tier. Now, I do want to also point out one other thing.
0: 75 for the higher tier.
1: Sorry, 75 for the higher tier. Uh, we will probably be raising the challenge prices again uh, fairly soonish. I'm thinking. Matt may disagree with me on that, but I'm th- I kind of want to raise them up to 75 for the lower tier at some point. And then 100 for the higher chair, just because of the fact that I think uh, if people have more skin in the game, they're more likely to complete them.
0: Well, actually, what I was thinking about today, I was, mu- I was musing about this. What's here? What's here? I was considering just sort of saying, look, if you apply to every comment, we give you a full refund. If you apply what? If you, if, if you do every challenge and show that you did every challenge, you get a full refund
1: would oh, have to be every challenge, though, because I don't want to give refunds to everybody that completes a
0: challenge. Because that could no, no, no. Not everyone who – no, no. I'm saying, like, if you yeah. did every task yeah. across 10 days, yeah. you would get the whole thing free.
1: Oh, I don't know if I like that one, but that would be an interesting – that'd be an interesting uh, – that'd be an interesting – well, what why don't we do this? You do, you do the entirety of the challenge. You get the next one free. And then that way we don't have to do refunds because that could be an accounting nightmare. That's my only concern. That's fair. So how, why don't we do that? So you complete every challenge. You get the next one free.
0: That's a great idea, Matt. Yeah, maybe. We haven't fully decided yet. But
1: or you've got to pay double for the next one if you don't. Just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, so it's going to be about planning. It's going to be really, really cool. Um, all you need to do, you don't need any extra money to do it. There's no cost of extra ad for ads or anything. Uh, Matt is not going to upsell you onto something else. Or, if he does, I wouldn't put it past him, actually, Matt's kind of like the upsell type of guy. But I love um, the upsell. I do like the upsell, too, but anyways, I'm just making fun of matt. oh before we before we end off, I also want to point out that Matt is currently doing a Twitter beef with Trevor Strand from the Black Dahlia murder. Um, he is going to be doing a thumb war with Trevor in one week
0: or two weeks. Uh, two weeks because I have to get back from France. That's right.
1: Two weeks at Vinny's in Brooklyn, the stinkiest vegan bar or sorry, pizzeria in all of Brooklyn where apparently everybody is always stoned. You should, dude, you know what you should do? Message them, ask them if they, if they want to promote this on their page. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I'm serious. No, I know. I don't disagree. And then maybe you guys, maybe they could even charge five bucks, five bucks for people to get in or something like that. I don't know. It could like do and be an advantage for them. Cause they're going to have two celebrities sitting there. <sighs> um
0: two celebrities know. is that what we are now
1: well we're pumping you up you gotta you gotta be like yeah fuck yeah the celebrities are gonna be there regardless so, well anyways so matt the celebrity and trevor the celebrity are going to be uh doing a thumb war in two weeks at vinny's the stinkiest vegan vegan pizzeria in brooklyn which he is going to ask for it to advertise part of it since we are giving them free promotion on their uh, on our podcast and on our twitter right now um, so anyways they're gonna be do that so go check out twitter because there's a lot of beef happening um trevor's shit talking matt Matt shit talking trevor and it's fucking amazing that's all i gotta say on these
0: things there you go this has been dumb and dumbest podcast are we
1: done yet now